guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show podcast, and of course, man, I am going to be breaking down all of these, creating that organizational change that I've actually spoke about. Now, how to create it, and now we're getting into the second part of this, alright? So basically, this all stems around <sighs> the questions that you've already an- uh, you asked yourself. If you find your organization has problems in those areas that I talked about in yesterday's podcast, this is the perfect time for you to begin to create that alignment and to build that organizational trust. See, even if you're not a leader, you don't have to be a leader of an organization. I hate it when people talk about that. I know Simon Sinek talked about it uh, a number of times in terms of leadership, in terms of how managers can become leaders, you know, just by asking them, hey, how you doing? Is everything all right? Is everything all right? And asking their employees continuously, how can they improve? Stuff like that. That is a leader. That's an excellent example of a leader. It's not that difficult to become a leader. A lot of people would say, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to uh, uh, calm the No, it's just about caring. So there are things that you could do to become that leader. And so you can influence But you know what? If you can't influence, okay, your first step, go back to the four cores of the individual thing that I talked to you about, you know, in terms of finding out your uh, your scores and whatnot. And to increase, you need to increase your own credibility so that you can influence. See, some of the same four cores and those application ideas that I talked to you guys about will help create alignment on the organizational level that actually can help you on the individual level. So, for example, let's get into these. To increase organizational integrity, you can create or improve your organizational mission or value statement, right? Engage in everyone in the process to ensure that it's more than just platitude hanging on the wall. You can also work on creating a culture of making and keeping commitments within the organization. How can you do that? Well, you know what? Okay. If you say, okay, guys, by the 25th of this month, I'm going to check everyone's, uh, uh, what is it? I'm going to check everyone's thing, and I know by then you guys will have everything finished. Or you know what? How can you create that? Hey, one of my employees, she said, hey, Arsenio, clock in. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you for asking. Because the clocking in little thing, the little time card, it's on the left side, so I kind of forget sometimes, and then they have to write it in. But they actually remind me. See, they create that organizational uh, what is it? Trust within, well, you know, with between the two of us. Because she's like, hey, I don't want to write it down. So, hey, don't forget to clock in. Thank you very much. And she's not being nagging. No, she's just saying it. She's actually creating that trust within me to remember to clock in. That's it. It's that easy. So, again, it's the small things. I've known, like, like types of situations where, you know, leaders, they don't take those small commitments seriously. And guess what? It ends up, you know, bringing those internal commitments and their uh, internal problems. So, guess what? It's the small things that will help. It's like the small things that that specific employee did on, you know, help with me. In terms of me just clocking in. That's it. It creates trust little by little. So, if you want to talk about intent, ensure that your mission reflects the motives and the principles that build that trust. So you can also set an example by doing that those little situations called caring. See, remember, the impact in an organization when even one person, particularly a leader, demonstrates respect or shows concern. Hey, 
like I told you, and like what I heard and what Simon Sinek talked about with that employee that he saw at a coffee shop. He's like, do you really like your job? Yes. He's, and I said, why? He said, you know what? I love it. I love this. I love that. And he's like, what about your boss? He's like, that's why I love it. He comes by every hour and says, hey, is everything all right? Are you okay? And he's not doing that from a nagging perspective. He's showing that he cares. See, in addition, you could work to create systems that actually create that mutual benefit, that, you know, that agenda, the systems. Kind of like reward cooperation instead of competition. Demonstrate that trust, the accountability agreements. Hey, you can do it. And so, going into capabilities. You need to ensure that the structures and systems in your organization are designed to attract and retain the talent that you need to be competitive in today's market. So what can you do by that? You know, you could um, on, you know, provide ongoing training and mentoring, right, to ensure the relevancy. Because you know what? We're in a changing environment where things are changing at such a sporadic rate. We cannot keep up. One of my content writers, she's like, hey, listen, I know that we're not really, you know, doing much as of right now for the next few weeks. But you know what? Let's get on a call because, hey, we need to stay tuned with, you know, a world that is changing so vastly. Absolutely. You know, I got on a call with another guy. I was like, hey, so what are we going to do? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about this. In 30 minutes, man, we handle just about everything. It is insane. That's what happens when you work in synergy. See, guys, you can make sure you write the, 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 the what is it, the information and decision, right? And those decision-making systems are aligned with the efforts, it could be the organizational effort that I have with my content writer and the other people that I work with, or it could be even with the customer's needs, obviously. And that's what my friend and I, of course, Luke Burroughs, we talked about, Motivational Mentors. If you guys don't know about that podcast, check it out. So me and him, we, we talked to each other about that, and we said, you know what? What do they need? We need to talk about what they need. And I said, hey, listen, we're going to create a question right now. Okay, what specific niches would you like us to focus on? What areas of personal development? Post that, boom, got a bunch of comments. Okay, because if we just create something, we're kind of reiterating what we're doing on the podcast. It defeats the purpose of having any paid content. Get it? So another way that we can actually do this um, is um, by improving the results. And so if we actually have the paid content, we got to be able to get that feedback so we can increase the results. So you can help people create a shared vision. By just asking questions or by concerning those desired results through a system that includes goals and getting everyone on the same page. You can also create that kind of like, like a balanced scorecard in which like, you know, the results reflect the meeting and, you know, the stakeholders, not just the owners, all that good stuff. And so what it does, hey, on a regular basis, if you do that, it's going to improve the overall results of the organization. So if you put all these into it, I'm talking about strengthening those four cores, and if you actually do things or do the things that are necessary to strengthen the cores, the positive results in terms of alignment and the dividends of trust that flow from it will be remarkable. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in the next podcast. Now, again, guys, if you want to go in, if you want to go into all the semantics, let me hurry up and give you a nice little um. A little breakdown of what Stephen Covey uh, said in his book. So basically he said, after you address those four cores organizationally, 
Consider the degree to which your organizational culture manifests and encourages the 13 behaviors. Now, remember that chart I put up. You guys know the chart. I've already put it up. Now, this time, wearing your organizational hat, which side of the chart more accurately describes the culture in your organization, however you're defining it? Now, after doing everything, come back, do it, and see the results. And see what you can improve and see what areas you can improve. That's all there is to it. So, guys, with that being said, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show podcast. We're going to be getting into taxes and dividends in the next podcast. So, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.